The following is a proclamation written by Legere Felicite Suthano on August 29, 1793. Men are born and remain free and equal in rights. This, citizens, is the gospel of France. It is more than time that is proclaimed in all departments of the Republic. Sent by the nation in the quality of the civil commissioners to Saint-Dumont, our mission was to see that the law of April 4th was executed, to have it reign in all its force, and to gradually prepare there, without causing rifts and upset, the general freeing of the slaves. The French Republic wants liberty and equality among all men, without distinction of color. Kings are only happy among slaves. It is they who, on the coasts of Africa, sold you to the whites. It is the tyrants of Europe who want to perpetuate this infamous traffic. The Republic adopts you as children. Kings aspire only to cover you in chains or annihilate you. It is the representatives of the same republic who, in order to come to your rescue, have untied the hands of the civil commissioners by giving them the power to provisionally change the organizations and the discipline of workshops. That organization and discipline are going to be changed. A new order of things is going to be born and the ancient servitude will disappear. Nevertheless, don't think that the freedom you are going to enjoy is a state of laziness and leisure. In France, everyone is free, and everyone works. In Saint-Dumont, subject to the same laws, you will follow the same example. Return to your workshops or to your former owners. You will receive wages of your suffering. You will no longer be subjected to the humiliating correction that was once inflicted upon you. You will no longer be the property of another. You will remain masters of your own. You will live happy. In these circumstances, the civil commissioners, deliberating over the individual petition signed in the Common Assembly, exercising the powers delegated to him by Article 3 of the Decree of the National Convention last March 6th, has ordered the following to be executed in the North Province. 1. The Declaration of the Rights of Man and of the Citizen shall be printed, published, and posted wherever need be, on responsibility of municipal officers, cities, and towns, and of military commanders in camps and post. 2. All Negroes and mixed bloods currently enslaved are declared free in order as to enjoy all the rights attached to the quality of French citizens. They will nevertheless be subject to a regime whose dispositions will be contained in the following articles. 3. All former slaves will have themselves their wives, and their children registered at the municipality of their place of residence, where they will receive their ticket as French citizens, signed by the civil commissioner. 4. The formula on these tickets will be determined by us. 
They will be printed and sent to the municipalities on responsibility of the civil commander. 5. Domestics of both sexes can only be hired in the service of masters or mistresses for three months, and this at a salary that will be freely be fixed between them. 6. Former domestic slaves attached to the elderly of greater than 60 years, to the infirm, to nursing babies and children of less than 10 years, will not be free to leave them. Their salary remains fixed at one Portuguese per month for nursing babies and six Portuguese per annum for the others, without distinction of sex. 7. The salaries of domestics can be demanded every three months. 8. Those of laborers of whatever kind shall be freely fixed with their entrepreneur who employs them. 8. Blacks currently attached to habitations of their former masters will be obliged to remain there. They will be employed at cultivation. 10. Soldiers serving in camps or garrisons can establish themselves on habitations by taking up cultivation and previously obtaining leave from their chiefs or by our order, which can only be delivered to them upon finding as a replacement a man of goodwill. 11. Former field slaves will be hired for one year, during which time they can change habitation with the permission of the justice of the peace who shall be spoken of below in cases which we shall determine. 12. The revenue of each habitation will be shared in three equal portions after the deduction of imposts which shall be levied on the whole. A third remains to be affected to the property in land and shall belong to the owner. He will have the right to another third for the expenses involved in rendering the land profitable. The remaining third shall be shared among the cultivators in a manner to be fixed. 13. In the expenses of rendering the land profitable are included all expenses for cultivation, tools, the animals necessary for cultivation, and transportation of produce, the construction and maintenance of buildings, hospital expenses, surgeons, and managers. 14. In the third of revenue belonging to the cultivator commanders, who will henceforth be called work leaders, will have three parts. 15. Subleaders will receive two parts, as well as those employed at the making of sugar and indigo. 16. The other cultivators of 15 and older will each have a portion. 17. Women of 15 and greater will have two-thirds a portion. 18. From ages 10 to 15, children of both sexes shall have a half portion. 19. Cultivators will also have a place for provisions. They shall be equitably shared among each family, taking into consideration the quality of the land and the quality to be accorded. 20. Mothers with one or several children less than 10 years of age will receive an entire portion 
Up till said age, children shall remain their parents' charge for food and clothing. 21. From the age of 10 until 15, children can only be employed at the guarding of animals or the gathering and separating of coffee and cotton. Uh, 22. The elderly and infirm shall be nourished by their relatives. Clothing and medicine shall be at the charge of the landowner. 23. Produce shall be shared at each delivery between the landowner and the cultivator, either in kind or money, at the landowner's choice. In the case of sharing in the kind, the latter shall be responsible to have the cultivator's share driven to the nearest wharf. 24. A justice of peace and two assessors shall be established in each commune, whose functions will be pronouncing on disagreements between landowners and cultivators, and of the latter among each other relative to the division of the portion of revenue. They will see it to the cultivators be well cared for in illness and that all work equally and that they will maintain order in their workshops. 25. Landowners, farmers, and managers must have a register signed by the municipality of the local in which will be written the quantity of each delivery of produce and shall regulate the third belonging to the cultivators. This sharing out shall be verified by the inspector of the parish and definitively decreed by him. The justice of the peace will be responsible for having a duplicatable of the register maintained by each manager or landowner and to present it to the inspector general wherever required. It shall be the same for managers relative to justices of the peace and the inspector general. 26. The inspector general of the northern province shall be charged with inspecting all habitations with obtaining from justices of peace all possible information concerning the organization and discipline of the workshops and of rendering accounts to the governor general and the civil commander. He shall be on an inspecting tour at least 24 days of the month. 27. Punishment by whipping is absolutely suppressed. It shall be replaced for transgression of discipline by the bar for one, two, or three days, in keeping with the demands of the case. The strongest penalty shall be the loss of a part or the totality of wages. It shall be pronounced by the judge of the peace and his assessors. The share of he or they who shall be deprived of this shall increase the profits of the workshop. 28. Concerning civil crimes, former slaves shall be judged in the same way as other French citizens. 29. Cultivators cannot be forced to work on Sundays. 
They shall be given two hours a day for cultivation of their places. The justices of peace shall regulate in accordance with the circumstances the hours at which work shall begin and end. Thirty, it shall be up to the landowner or manager to have a given number of labor leaders and sub-leaders. They shall be chosen by him and can also be dismissed from their position by him, on condition that they render accounts to the justice of peace, who, assisted by assessors, will pronounce on the validity of the dismissal. The leaders and sub-leaders can also be dismissed by judges of the peace, assisted by the assessors upon complaint against them by the cultivators. 31. Women seven months pregnant shall not work on plantations and shall only return there two months after giving birth. During this time, they shall enjoy not less than two-thirds of the portion allocated to them. 32. Cultivators can change habitation for reasons of health or recognize incompatibility of character or have requested of workshop in which they are employed, all of which shall be submitted for the decision of the justice of the peace, assisted by his assessors. 33. A fortnight from the date of the promulgation of the present proclamation, all men without property and who are neither enrolled nor attached to cultivation nor employed in domestic service and who are found wandering shall be arrested and put in prison. 34. Women without known means of existence who are not attached to cultivation or employed in domestic service in the above mentioned span of time or who are found wandering shall be arrested and put in prison. 35. Men and women put in prison in the cases of preceding two articles shall be detained for one month in the first instance, three months in the second, and the third time condemned to a year of public labor. 36. Persons attached to cultivation and domestics cannot, for any reason, leave without permission of the municipality, the commune in which they reside. Those who contraven the disposition shall be punished in the manner determined in Article 37. 37. The justices of the peace shall be expected to visit the habitations under his responsibility every week. An account of the visit shall be sent to the inspector general who will send it to the civil commissioners, the governor general, and the civil commander. 38. The dispositions of the Black Code remain provisionally abrogated.